0: Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to My Team, My Voice with MTMV Sports. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The View Report. I'm your host, Nora Natish, and we have nothing but what to talk about. You heard me. Football is Back in week one did not let us down. We had some of the craziest games happening week one, and some of the most pathetic games happen in week one. So let me first just run down what happened this week. You guys already want to know. If those who haven't paid attention, let me tell y'all who won. Week one. So we're gonna start with Thursday. We have the Cowboys versus the Buccaneers, where the Buccaneers beat the Cowboys 31-29. Fantastic way to start the season right there. And on Sunday, our one o'clock game started with the Eagles and the Falcons. Eagles beat the Falcons 32 to 6. Um, the Steelers faced the Bills, and the Steelers beat the Bills 23 to 16. Vikings fell to the Bengals 27-24 and overtime. 49ers face the Lions where they beat them 41 to 33. Cardinals face the Titans where the Cardinals beat the Titans 38 to 13. Seahawks beat the Colts 28 to 16. Chargers beat um, Washington 20 to 16. Jets fell to the Panthers 14 to 19. Jaguars fell to the Texans 21 to 37. Browns fell to the Chiefs 29 to 33. And the Dolphins beat the Patriots 17 to 16. The Packers fell to the Saints 3 to 38. And Les. Uh, That's for our 425 game. Our game of the week was the Packers versus Saints. The Broncos versus the Giants. The Broncos beat the Giants 27 to 13. Rams, our Sunday night football game was the Rams versus the Bears, where the Rams beat the Bears 34 to 14. And our Monday night game, um, Ravens fell to the Raiders. 27 to 33 in overtime. So let's get to it. I'm telling you guys, this first week was fantastic. And we got to start with the game that kicks off in the 2021-2022 to season, the Buccaneers versus the Dallas Cowboys. Man, were the Cowboys something else this game. The Cowboys had a comeback in the second half of the game. But it was enough to beat Brady and company. But let's get to it. Dak Prescott, he threw for 403 yards, completed 42 out of 53 of his attempts. He had three touchdowns and one interception. Ezekiel Elliott had 11 carries for 33 yards. And Amari Cooper did his thing on Thursday, okay? He had 13 receptions for 139 yards and two touchdowns. Now let's get over to that bad man, Brady, Brady, Brady. Thomas Brady um, had a, he threw for 379 yards, completed 32 out of 50 of his attempts, threw for four touchdowns, and had two interceptions. Which I must say, those two interceptions were like stupid interceptions. Like, bounced off receiver's helmet and some guy got caught. It wasn't like he just threw right into homie's hands. Now nah, it was like stupid stuff that happened there. But it, no, we need we'll to say interception. Interception. Leonard Fournette, he had nine carries for 32 yards. And Antonio Brown is back, baby. He led in receiving yards with five receptions for 121 yards and one touchdown. This game right here went down to the wire. Prescott was doing the, he had played a great game. Dak, the Dak attack, look, he back because he wasn't, he wasn't struggling here. He came back after that after that horrific injury last season, and was doing the daggone thing. Okay, um, Rob Gronkowski also another one that just came in was dominant for the Buccaneers. Rob um, Gronk actually um, called a tr pass from Brady and scored a touchdown. Actually, scored one, not just one, but two touchdowns in the game as well. But we must say it's just Antonio Brown was the definitely showing that his, him and Brady are a great match. Gronk and Tom are a great match and Antonio Brown and Brady are a great match. Let's get, uh, so CeeDee Lamb, he, um, so in the first quarter, CeeDee Lamb caught a 22 yard passing um, from Prescott, putting up the, the Cowboys on the board. And Amari Cooper, also, he was catching passes from Prescott. He put up two touchdowns that were necessary for, I'm sorry, not two. No, he put three touchdowns, correction, for the Cowboys to get them on the board. This game was just so good because the Bucks were looking like they were going to lose because in the fourth quarter, I kid you on that, the... Once um, the Cowboys hit the field goal at a minute 24 seconds left they made it 20 of 28 the Cowboys did not think that plan all the way through you cannot leave time for Brady if it's not understood yet you guys gotta make it make sense you can't leave Tom Brady with no time or he will figure out a way to, be six, to beat you. He will. He always does. It's always true, man. You leave Brady too much time, he comes back. What happened? He marched down the field with that powerful offense to keep the field goal with two seconds left. Suck up. Keep the 36-yard field goal, making it 31-29. And that is how the Cowboys lost their opening. So let's talk a little bit about this Falcons and Eagles game. Falcons got a new coach. They don't have a Julio Jones. And it's was a disaster for Atlanta. Atlanta is not prepared for this season. They need more weapons. They need better play calls because what I saw in this game was atrocious. However, as to how bad Atlanta looked, can we take a second to admire how good Jalen Hurst looked? Yes, on the outside, but also on the field. Jalen Hurst was a rock star this game. And he is shutting up all of those naysayers after what I saw game one. I can't wait to see what happened in game two. I am not an Eagles fan. As you guys know, I'm not going to fandom. them. I'm coming from just the facts. But why say Jalen Hurst did his thing? And he looked good doing it. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Jalen Hurst threw for 264 yards. He completed 27 out of 35 attempts and threw for three touchdowns. Well, we have Miles Sanders who became our lead rusher with 15 carries for 74 yards. And Devontae Smith, our rookie, the rookie, rookie, rookie that the, that the Eagles Silver Giants, but whatever. Had a great day. He has six receptions for 71 yards and one touchdown. Now look at Atlanta real quick. Matt Ryan, mm, mm, mm. dude for 154 yards, completed 21 out of 35 of his passes. While, Cor, um, I'm going to say this, trying get this baby right, name right, Cardell Patterson uh, has seven carries for 54 yards. And Calvin Wrigley, he had five receptions for 51 yards. The Falcons could not touch the end zone. They were able to get two field goals the entire game, but it was a mess. This was a mess, y'all, because uh uh-uh, it just seemed like the the Falcons couldn't stop. The defense couldn't stop the Eagles, period. The offense couldn't get to the end zone. It was just not it. That game was a sorry game for the Falcons, but great way for the Eagles to get out there and make a, make a, make a spotlight for themselves. Because so technically, the Eagles are the number one in the NFC East right now, and that's a lot to deal with. <laughs> but it's the truth. It's what it is. Let's get to my next game. I'm to talk about the 49ers and Lions game. Those who have watched this game probably went through a roller coaster of emotions. The first half of this game, the 49ers were ridiculous, ridiculous. They put up 31 points in the first half while the um, the Lions were like, shoot, can we get a touchdown? Jared Goff threw a six-yard touchdown to TJ um, um, Hankinson and put seven points up in the beginning of the second quarter. And in the middle of the second quarter, Austin kicked um, the 49-yard field goal, making it 10 points. They were staying at that 10 for a long time while, man, I'm telling y'all, while the off, uh, San Francisco offense was marching and diced up that field. So let's get to that offense real quick. Jimmy Garoppolo threw for 314 yards, completed 17 out of 25 attempts, and had one touchdown. Elijah Mitchell, he had 19 carries for 104 yards and one Touchdown. Debo Samuels, he had nine receptions for 189 yards and one touchdown. Let's get get over there to Jared Goff. He had thrown for 338 yards. He completed 38 at 57 of his attempts, threw for three touchdowns and one interception. Jamal Williams, he led in rushing with nine carries for 54 yards and one touchdown, while TJ um, Hawkinson, eleven receiving yards with eight receptions for ninety-seven yards and one touchdown. Now, why tell you guys? I don't know what happened in the Lions' locker room during halftime, but I saw a different Lions team in the fourth quarter. Because I guess in the third quarter they're still trying to recover. We feel like it's all over. But then Jared Goff threw the 43-yard pass to DeAndre Swift and which and results in a touchdown, making it 17-38. We all were like it. Time for them to pack their bags. 49ers came in here and dominated going to the fourth um, quarter. Uh, Ruby Gold, um, gold, yeah, gold, he, sh- he kicked a 52-yard field goal, making it 41-17. I don't know what got into the Lions for the minute and 53 seconds left on the clock. You heard me correctly. You heard me correctly. Goff whew, marked down that field with ended with Jamal Williams with a one-yard run for a touchdown and then Goff threw a pass to TJ um, Hawkinson for two-point conversion making it 25-41. We're all like, whatever. Well, it wasn't over. A minute and seven seconds left. Whew. Cor, um Quint. Uh, I think his name is Quintez. Oh man. cypress Quintez cypress with a two-yard pass from call two-yard pass from golf. And guess what? That resulted in a touchdown. And golf threw another pass to Quintez. Um cypress for a two-point conversion, making it 33-41. So this was a, and it was a possibility they could have scored again, but golf did what golf does best and threw an interception, making it the end of the game. This game was bonkers; it was crazy. But oh, that good football is back. Okay, that good football is back. So I gotta talk about the Jets and the Panthers. I tell y'all, I did not care about this game. I had zero investment in the game. And it was a pathetic game. However, I'm not going to sit here and not give Sam Donald his credit. Because Sam Donald with the Jets was hot, flaming garbage. With the Panthers, he wasn't that bad. He was all right, all right. But Zach Wilson... I think looks like a quarterback. If you want to draw me a quarterback, Zach Wilson's your guy. He didn't have a bad game either, you know. Just, you know it was it was a pathetic first half, but you know, that's just how it be. But the second half, things got pretty close. Things got pretty close. So let's get to it. Sam Darnold threw for 279 yards. He completed 24 out of 35 of his attempts and had one touchdown. Yes, y'all, you saw Christian McCaffrey's back and back in action. Leading with rushing yards and receiving yards. He actually, for rushing, he had 21 carries for 98 yards. And for receiving, he had nine receptions for 89 yards. Zach Wilson threw for 258 yards. He had two touchdowns, one interception, and completed 20 out of 37 of his attempts. Tevin Coleman led in rushing yards with nine carries for 24 yards. And Corey Davis led in receiving yards, with for five receptions for 97 yards and two touchdowns. So the Jets did not actually heat up to the second half either. The Jets were struggling in the first half of this game. There was no movement. Nothing was nothing was falling for uh, New York at all. Panthers had a booming second quarter, put up 16 points, but then had a very hard time crossing that end zone again. They actually only kicked the field goal in the fourth quarter, make it nineteen to fourteen. And there was, you know, at some point, hope for the Jets. The Jets actually in the third quarter when they put up eight. They put up eight points in the third quarter, um, by Zach Wilson throwing a twenty-two yard pass to Corey Davis, which ends up a touchdown, and then ended up getting the two point conversion. Um, also, that was Zach Wilson. He ran in for the two-point conversion, making 11-to, no, making eight. Um, 8, 8-to-16 at a time. And then in the fourth quarter, Corey Davis caught an 8-yard pass from Wilson, and that made it, um, that would have made if they got the two-point conversion, that actually would have made it 18-19. to 19. But however, the two-point conversion would have failed. So they only got six points, making it 14-19. to 19. This game was just boring. <laughs> but I liked how I saw Zach Wilson, you know, the first game just Rookie quarterback, brand new. Didn't play too bad. Didn't, you know, got some work to do on um, Sam Darnold definitely got his revenge from the team, okay? Gotta get prosper. they do. We got to talk about the Cardinals game, t- Cardinals and Titans game, and we got two more games to talk about after that. Because, no, we got three more. We got three more. Let's be real. We got three more games to talk about. But we're going to take a break right now because when I come back, we're going to get into this Cardinals game. We are going, it's football first week. Also, my first week back from being sick. Not COVID related, but it's a lot going on. So we got a lot to talk about when it comes to that pigskin ball. So y'all keep, get comfortable. Don't change it. Don't change that dog Cause your girl's still here and we'll be right back. Hey everybody, welcome back. Again, if you're someone who is interested in starting your own podcast and have no idea how to start it, all you have to do is download the Anchor app. Anchor is a platform where you can create all the podcasts that you want, and also you get to edit, add effects, and publish your podcast, which gets sent off to a number of different podcast databases such as Apple, Spotify, and even Anchor themselves. All platforms where you can listen to your favorite podcast and also create your own. So it's a no-brainer. And the best part about Anchor, all you need to do is download it. It's 100% free. You download it and start talking and you are making your own podcast. It's that simple. So why would you wait? Don't wait. Just get to Anchor, download it, and make those podcast dreams come true. So... It's time to get back to those games. We're going to start off with the Cardinals versus the Titans. We all saw the Titans level up over the summer. They got Julio Jones. They have Derrick Henry. They have, uh, I don't know if he's a level up, but you know. Ryan Tannehill's Ryan Tannehill. He's just going to be the same guy. There's nothing new there. But they got the new weapons, right? But there was no progress. Because those who don't understand how dope the Cardinals are, they are missing out. The Cardinals also leveled this past offseason by acquiring some necessary pieces. So let's get to it because it was a fantastic game. So Kyle Murray had an awesome game. Threw for 289 yards, completed 21 out of 33 32 attempts. Um, threw for four touchdowns and an interception. This young man was running. He was throwing. He was all over that field, having a good old time. While Chase Edmonds um, led in rushing with 12 receptions for 63 yards, and DeAndre Hopkins led receiving with six receptions for 82 yards and two touchdowns. Brian Tanner held through for 212 yards. He completed 21 out of 35 of his attempts, had one interception and one touchdown. Derrick Henry had 17 carries for 58 yards. Ooh, that was not a good day for Derek. Um, Chester Rogers had four, uh, four receptions for 62 yards. This game here, the Titans couldn't, just couldn't get anything popping. Nothing was popping for the Titans. In the first quarter, you had kicked this kick out before the first quarter with Matt Prayer kicking a 32 yard field goal, putting the um, card on the map. Then a five yard pass from Kyle Murray to DeAndre Hopkins made it 10 to zero. The second quarter, you, uh, Kyle Murray threw a 17 yard pass to DeAndre Hopkins, making it 17 to zero. Ryan Tannehill ran, a one, ran one yard, making it 17 to six. The extra point was no good for the Titans. Kyle Murray then runs a the two-yard um, run to score a touchdown while and Matt um, Prater kicked the extra point, making it 24-6. That's how halftime was, y'all. Yes, that's how we went to halftime. And Kyle was unstoppable. And coming into the third quarter, just breaking out, uh, Ryan Tannehill threw a 13-yard pass to A.J. Brown making it 24 to 20, sorry, 24 to 13. And that was the last time the Titans saw the end zone because after that, Kyle Murray threw a 26 yard pass to Christian Christian Kirk, making and also we got the making it a touchdown, got the extra point, making 31 13. And Christian Kirk caught an 11 yard pass from Kyle Murray. And they got the extra point, making a 38 to 13 victory for the Cardinals. That game was a ridiculous massacre. No one saw that coming. We all saw a way more competitive game. I know I did. I was going for the Cardinals. I see the Cardinals have a lot of potential to lie on that team, a lot, a lot of good. And Kyle, like Kyle Murray, I think Kyle Murray is the answer for Arizona. I think he is the guy. And I feel like on the offseason, the Cardinals did their due diligence to put together a team that really looks scary. They look scary. I think they got it. I think they got it. Got the formula correct. Um, I will briefly, very briefly mention the Giants and Broncos game. And the Packers and the Saints game. We're gonna start with Packers and Saints because we gotta give props where props are due to the one, the only Jameis Winston. Another person that was been doubted heavily by most people, heavily by all analysts. He led his team to a thirty-eight to three victory over the one, the only Aaron Rodgers. Props are given what props are deserved. Um, James Winston threw for 148 yards, had five touchdowns, and completed 14 out of 20 of his attempts. He had one heck of a game. He played well, he did what he needed to do. Leaders will lead, and that's what happened. Period. That's what happened in this game. Aaron Rodgers had a horrible game. Horrible. Completed play 15 out of 28 of his attempts, threw for 133 yards, and two interceptions. Yikes! 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 Uh-uh. The the offensive team with the Packers, AJ Dillon, he had four carries for nineteen yards. Oh, man, Devontae Adams had five receptions for fifty-six yards. Just a poop poo performance by the Packers. Nasty. It's a lot of yuck in um, at Green Bay. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. However, for New Orleans Saints, Alvin Kamara had twenty carries for eighty-three yards and. Dante Harris, yes, he did. He did his thing with two receptions for 72 yards and one touchdown. The Saints were just dominant from the second quarter all the way till the clock hit zero. They did what they had to do. They completed the test. They were just it. And James Winston, you earned your spot, young man. I am proud of you. Stay with the same momentum because you guys got some games coming up that you're going to need to keep this momentum. Packers fans do not sweat is game one, and one thing about Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers don't like to lose. That man likes to smile and play in your face. That's what that man likes to do. So, what that means is you he gonna come back stronger than ever because that's how that's how people, how ballers do. Okay, let's be real. Giants and Broncos. When I tell you, ooh, just sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. But I'm just gonna go get a quick rundown because we have to get to the bigger games. Okay, these some of these games were just different, the different vibes. Let's get to it. We had Dane Jones, Dan, now nah, I call him Daniel. I'm gonna call him Dane Dimes. It was not Dane Dimes that day, but Daniel Jones. He threw for 267 yards, had one touchdown, completed 22 out of 37 of the temps. Not bad, but bad. also fumbled. Mm-hmm. Leg up, okay. And Danny Jones also led in rushing yards. because how ridiculous we are with six carries for twenty-seven yards and one touchdown. Yes, Danny Jones had two touchdowns because, hey, why not, right? But my man Shep looked good. Shep looked good and it felt good to see him. Sterling Shepard has seven receptions for 113 yards and one touchdown. Now for the stars of the day, because it was not the Giants. We have Teddy Bridgewater, who threw for 264 yards, completed 28 out of 36 attempts, had two touchdowns. Melvin Gordon, the third, had 11 carries for 101 yards and one touchdown. By Jerry Judy also sent prayers to him. He was carded off, but Jerry Judy had um, six receptions for 72 yards. Pretty much the first quarter, we were evenly matched. Everything was okay. Things were okay for the Giants until the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter turned into a, just a bunch of stupid and embarrassment. All this stupid and embarrassment happened in the fourth, and we weren't able to recover. We just could not recover since, and we just could not also – like, break that threshold and score a touchdown. It got so difficult. Scoring a touchdown with the last seconds of the game is just a waste of all of our time. It doesn't help. It just doesn't help. Our defense was exhausted our offense couldn't stay on the field long enough our defense even relax. It was just a bad time for the Giants. But for the Broncos, Broncos got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of... Potential here. They did their thing. They are making the moves they need to make. And again, um, Jerry Judy, hopefully he gets better. But man, the Broncos did their thing. They did their thing. And now, our last game. But I gotta say this. This was the best game to watch. This game was fantastic. Oh my gosh. And I am so happy. I wasn't invested. I wasn't like a, I wasn't one of the people that this is my team. I'm rooting. No. Oh, thank goodness. No. Because if I was a Raiders fan or a Ravens fan, my emotions would have been shot by now. It was so, so, so much going on in this game. It was crazy. So let's get to it. Let's just get to it. So as we know, oh man, the Raiders beat the um, Ravens 33 to 27 in overtime. Oof, it was crazy. Just, I I, I had to get props before I start. Props to Derek Carr. Derek Carr and his craziness led his team to victory. Leaders will always lead, and that's what this young man did. Oh, this young man was stellar. This young man was what is up. But, man, the breakout star in this game, the breakout star in this game was Darren Whip on Waller. He also, he was receiving um yards with ten receptions for 105 yards for one touchdown. Woof. Raiders, 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 did <laughs> Raiders did that. I gotta say what it is they did that. Raiders was something else. They. Oof. And I must also, it's like also another breakout starting this game was Brian Edwards. Brian Edwards was where he needed to be and handle what he needed to handle. That's how winners work. He was without Brian Edwards, you were not getting down the field the way you got down that field. But we're gonna we're gonna get back to that I want to get to um, our leaders of our leaders of this game. As you guys know, De- um, Derek Carr. I actually paused quick. I saw I didn't know that Derek Carr had a brother named David Carr. David Carr highlights were everything I needed to see on Sunday on Monday. Um, I was actually he had my brother and he was showing them to me, but I have never seen someone get sacked so many times in my life. I would have been done playing football that day. And it was unfortunate because that young man was actually pretty accurate with his arm. It's just he didn't get a chance to ever throw the ball. But Derek Carr, Derek Carr, the younger brother, did his thing. It's back to him. He threw for 435 yards. He completed 34 at 56 attempts. He threw for two touchdowns and one interception. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Josh Jacobs, he led with rushing yards with 10 carries for for 34 yards and two touchdowns. And we all know that um, Darren Darren Waller, one of the – who broke out this game, he um, had 10 receptions for 105 yards and one touchdown. Let's get over to the Ravens. The Ravens, oh, man. If Lamar Jackson doesn't fumble, we know this game ends differently. Ooh, oh, my goodness, it was crazy. And literally, y'all, the fourth quarter was the crazy part. This game was whatever until the fourth quarter. Stuff went crazy in the fourth quarter. But um, Lamar Jackson, he was a leading in passing, leading in rushing. But passing, he threw for 235 yards. He played 19 out of 30 attempts, had one touchdown. He also landed rushing with 12 carries for 86 yards. While Sammy Watkins had four receptions for 96 yards, this fourth quarter, I like, I was chilling this game, you I'm gonna be honest with y'all, what I was doing. I was like, okay, I want to tune into this game, with, you know, pay into a few pieces. wasn't too too focused on it because I was watching my other programs and doing other things, and also was met. I'll get to met later, so I wasn't too too focused. But oh, I wish I was paying more attention because the first five of this game, it was like you know, a little bit tip that yeah, you got up t- first up quarter. Um, um, Tyson Williams runs a 30 had to cut the 35, 35 yard runs for a touchdown, and then you have Marquise Brown caught a 10 yard pass from Lamar Jackson for another touchdown, making it 14 0. Um, Josh. Jacobs has a two yard run, uh, making it 17 14. Um, then we have a field goal from Daniel Carson, um, Carson making it 14 10. That's how the, the first half of this game went. Second quarter, a third quarter, Justin Tucker kicks a 40 yard field goal, make it 17 10. Now, let's get into the fourth quarter of this drama here, y'all. Okay, y'all ready? Kick, just take a seat because it's about to be crazy. Josh Jacobs has a 15-yard run, making a scoring touchdown, making it 17-17 tie game. At six minutes and four seconds, we have Latavius Murray um, have an eight-yard run and scoring a touchdown, making it 24-17. Darren Waller catches a 10-yard pass from Carr, making it 24-24. And there was 37 seconds remaining. Justin Tucker kicked a 20, uh, 47-yard field goal, made it 27-24. Everybody thought this game was done. But Carr said, no, I am a leader amongst men. I'm going to continue to play. I ain't done until I say it's done. That's what Carr said. And he marched down that field with them, those Raiders and being able to Daniel um, Carson to kick a 55-yard field goal, rookie kicker, along the line. Ties the game up with two seconds remaining going into overtime. And was overtime not a cartoon? If you were watching this game, overtime was a cartoon. car marched that ball down that field because they got the ball first, marched down the field. Cartoon behavior. Could, they, they thought they got the touchdown. They were short and he was down on the one yard line. Chup off sides. Oh, God. Chup off sides. Got to come back five, yards. Then um, Carr gets sacked. Yikes. Carr throws a pick in the end zone. Oh, my gosh. Raven fans are like, oh, my God. It's crazy. It's absolutely insanity. Then Lamar Jackson. It's time for him to be the hero and win the game in Las Vegas. But what happens the Raiders um uh, defensive player knocks the ball out of his hand, and he just fumbles the ball and picks it up. And now the Raiders have the ball. Carr first pass, hot mess. Second pass, oh my gosh! With three minutes and thirty-eight seconds left, throws a thirty-one-yard pass. It looked the first one. He throws another, another pass. Glad bounce. Throws it off his foot. Looking crazy. And we're like, yo, car bugging. Then he throws another 31-yard pass. But Zay Jones was right where he needs to be. Pretty much unguarded. Catches that pass. Runs in for a touchdown. Making it a 33-27 victory for the Las Vegas Raiders. Absolutely amazing football game. It was the best football game I watched in a long, long time. It was it gave you the drama. It gave you the action. It gave you the competitive spirit that you need. It was fantastic. Phenomenal. Phenomenal week one of football, everybody. So what's we'll coming up week two? Kicking off our week two, our Thursday night football. We have the Giants versus the Washington football team in Washington at 820. PM. Our Monday, our one not Monday, our Sunday one o'clock games start with the Bengals versus the Bears, Texans versus the Browns, Rams versus the Colts, Bills versus the Dolphins, Patriots versus the Jets, Forty Nine ers versus the Eagles, Raiders versus the Steelers, Saints versus the Panthers, and Broncos versus the Jaguars. Our four o five games are the Vikings versus Cardinals falcons versus the buccaneers oh that's gonna be a bad game for the falcons for our 425 game is the cowboys versus the Chiefs, sorry chargers and the titans versus the seahawks our sunday night game ravens versus the Chiefs. Ooh, that's a Sunday night game and our monday night game is the lions versus the packers guys football, as you know, football is, my, is literally my favorite sport. Football and basketball are just tied. Like It's just tied. I don't have a 1A, 1B. It's just tied. I love football. It's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things to watch. Favorite things to just be a part of. So, just be able to cover the it NFL. It's just absolutely a blessing. I love it, love it, love it. So, that is what's going on so coming up. We're gonna quickly, I mean quickly, cause I like because I usually keep this stuff for my NFL Digest, but week one was when I'm starting it. I'm going to start my NFL Digest week two, so you're going to get two podcasts a week from your girl. Now, pray for me, because that's a lot lot of work for your girl. Your girl got a lot of work with that. (laughs) A lot, but we're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. So, we got some We got college football, man. College football's here, baby. College football. Is here, and you guys know I'm an LSU fan. That's the team I root for. I did not go to LSU, thank you, thank you. I did not go, but that's the team I root for. So, just a quick thing about LSU, and that's my vibe. So, I can't wait to see, yeah, check out the games for week three, and we all the rundown because. For a ton of states, we're not going to go into last week's game, but we're going to get into what's going to come this way. So on Saturday at 12 o'clock, these are our 12 o'clock games. Listen out. Okay, Nebraska versus Oklahoma. New Mexico versus Texas A&M. Cincinnati versus Indiana. Virginia Tech versus West Virginia. Coast, Carolina versus Buffalo. Michigan versus Miami. Um, North Illinois versus Michigan. Sorry, Michigan State versus Miami. I'm sorry. North Illinois versus, versus Michigan. And our 2.30 game is Purdue versus Notre Dame. Our 3.30 game um starts with Alabama versus Florida, a game that I can't wait to watch. Um, I would love for things to stop messing up while I'm talking. I would love for that to not happen. Um, so, all right, guys quick um break because my phone stopped working while I was reading up the games okay now we're back <laughs> we have four out of 3 game we have Kent State versus Iowa we have Georgia Tech versus Clemson um Tulsa versus Ohio State four o'clock game we have Georgia um South versus Arizona, Arkansas South Virginia. So, wow. South Carolina versus Georgia at 7. 7.30. Stony Brook versus uh, Oregon. 7.30 as well, you have Auburn versus Penn State and Virginia versus North Carolina. 8 o'clock, you have Tulane versus Ole Miss. 10.15, you have Arizona State versus BYU. At, um 10.30, you have Iowa State versus... Um, let's see if you guys... They are playing... University of um Las Vegas UNL, yeah from Las Vegas that makes no sense and then we have um uh, Fresno State versus UCLA at 10:45 so guys if you want to kill your college games i will always give you guys a brief what's going on about college football cuz it's just just so much going on it's just that's what it is just so much going on so I can't always catch everything, but I will give y'all a brief update what's going on each week. But you can always catch it on ESPN. ESPN will show you everything. ESPN app especially will show you all what's going on with your college team, who did what, what's going on. So I forgot to mention LSU, which is silly because that's my team. Um, they will be playing C Michigan um, at seven thirty on Saturday. So far, LSU undefeated. No, not undefeated. My fault. They first they first lost their first game to UCLA, but they beat um McNeese last week. Um, so that's what's popping. And I'm excited for that. I can't wait. Cause I love my LSU. So I wanna be definitely checking out that game. Actually, partially this weekend because I'll be at a wedding. So I'll be checking it out while I'm at the wedding. <laughs> so our last thing we're going to quickly run through is our WNBA update because I love me some basketball. I told y'all I love basketball. I love basketball. I hate people that are just lit. I don't hate people. but I just don't have time for people who are just ignorant to the professionalness, professionalism of basketball, and especially women basketball. I can't do it. I am terrible at basketball. You know, your girl can't play whatsoever. Horrible at it. But let's get into it. So Sunday, we the Mystics beat the Sky seventy-nine to seventy-one. Fever fell to the Lynx, eighty to ninety. Storm fell to the Sparks, fifty-eight to eighty-one. Our uh, for our Monday game was the Wings versus the Aces, where the Aces beat the Wings, eighty-five to seventy-five. Tuesday, the Fever fell to the Dream, seventy-eight to eighty-five. And what we got coming up um, right after this podcast. You can catch at seven o'clock the Liberty versus the Sun on CBS SN Network. So that's what's going on so far in the WNBA. I will. There's a small possibility I might do a color cast tomorrow. It's just a lot going on. <laughs> to Be honest with y'all. A uh, small color. Um, might do a color cast tomorrow covering that game. If I, you know, I'm a New York Liberty fan. That's who I root for. Yes, if you come from New York. <laughs> And also, I like the team as a well. whole. I like the team. Uh, um, you know, is what it is. This is what it is. I like the team, so I will definitely might like, bring that to you. I uncolored cast will go on there, but you guys will definitely hear more about the WNBA next week. This week, I wanted to focus more on the NBA. Sorry, NFL for it being their comeback week. So let's get into other things because we are done talking about sports. We are going to go to my thing, um, so, like, my WTF moment of the week, which was somebody's out, at the Met Gala. I love the Met Gala. Those who know me very well know I love fashion. I, I actually wanted to be a fashion designer growing up. That was one thing I actually desperately, desperately wanted to be, um, besides an attorney. So, I actually want to be an attorney, a fashion designer that designs attorney clothes, like attorneys, like wear what they wear, like their suits, their, for the women, their dresses and just like their whole, give them a different vibe so they can come to, come to the courtroom looking stylish and handling business. That's something I want to do and be one of those attorneys that came in the courtroom with a different outfits on each and every case, looking like a, you know, looking like who I am, you know, you know. That's what I want to do. That was something I really, really wanted to do. So, I love fashion. I love it with all my heart. So, what, I would watch the Met Gala. New York Fashion Week was just this past week. Um, I was really sick during that, so I didn't get to of course actually participate. But I got to watch a lot of the stuff on online, and I got to watch Met um, on E, yeah, on Monday. So that was a great time, a great experience. But some outfits were crazy and some of the outfits weren't doing what they weren't giving what you need to give. So the Met has a different theme every year. This year's theme was America, very much American designers. And I saw nothing. I saw maybe two things I would actually buy. And I look at fashion, look at a way like, would I buy this kind of vibe? And it just didn't see it. It wasn't giving what need to give. I was very very shocked by that guys like I was really like wow I thought I was gonna be on here like oh my god this is the look I need and I've some people slayed the carpet so I asked my people of the week I'll get to that but some were just like what was this and why are you doing this and WTF Kim Kardashian Kanye what are you guys wearing what is this, Kim? Now I'm not I'm not a Kardashian hater at all. Those who know me, I watch her all the time. I am not a hater, but I don't know what Kim was not giving nothing. I thought she was gonna give. Kim don't ever come to the Met looking ready. This time, Kim said, "I'm coming with no. I'm coming with. I'm coming covered from head to toe." And she came covered from head to toe in all black. I was just thrown off because I was expecting something a lot like of colors, something that's like wow, some amazing glam. I knew that I was going to get some hair. I know I was going to get hair, but I was like, what is this? What? That was just, mm-mm. Wasn't it? Wasn't giving what it needed to give at all. But my person of the week is Amon. Amon is, she has been, uh, oh, she's just one of those models that when you're growing up as a young woman, you want to be a model, especially if you grow up in the 90s, like me. So Those, the young older women that grew up in the 80s, a little older, grew up in the 80s. The model that you saw with the mom, the mom is a gorgeous model. A woman is like 60 years old now, and she still knows how to model. And that's what I'm talking about. You're going to be a model. Know how to sell an outfit because what she came giving me all this beautiful tribal these colors, the serious face with the glam that I need. I know you guys are like, Listen the sports podcast. Why are we talking about the Met? Why is everything week of mine? Why is it about fashion? Because it's the Mets, it's Met Gala. If you guys like anything about it, uh oh, please learn because fashion is a lot of fun. A oh, best way to express yourself what comes to you, your fit. Everything y'all wear, somebody has to put that fit together. That is why I'm talking about today because I love, I love it. That's why I'm my person of the week because she's always been the model that gives what needs to give. And that's what I need. I need, I need to see fashion be given the way it needs to give. And i never, ever, ever fails. She was one of the few people that wore makeup that looks like my complexion. And it felt good to see, okay, I'm not casket sharp. I'm actually looking sharp. It's the difference with that powder, looking like dark skin women. Like I'm a dark skin girl, I'm a darker girl. Looking like you just casket sharp. I'm not trying to look casket sharp. I'm not gonna look clean and neat. But some of the colors didn't go that dark, but her line always went that way. I can always respect the on. That's why she's my first in the week. And she came to Met in, ooh, some of the flies the, the fly I've I saw that just snatched my edges off. Okay. So now my countdown to 30 will still continue. I officially decide on what I want to do for my 30th birthday. We'll get to that a little bit later on because your girl got an event planned for a queen. So I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited. But I'm gonna keep you guys updated as I continue to do that. I have fallen off my diet. Yes, y'all. When she was sick, all I want to do is lay in bed and drink soup. I did not want to eat a salad. I did not want to work out. I could not work out because my breathe, not because I was regular sick, not COVID sick, y'all. Regular sick. And then I got out, and my allergies became a a, a sinus infection. So I was regular sick, <laughs> and yes, 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 I had to, um, unfortunately, take a week off of everything. And after coming back from vacation, I didn't work out during my vacation. So that's two weeks of not working out, falling down a really rough path. So I have to get myself back up. So my count at 30 was not on hold, but it just took a little speed bump because I'm also this week didn't work out this week as well, because when you are when all hearing this. I'll be in my nine to five and I got the show um, tonight, Wednesday night, and I get my foundation means again, this podcast is brought to you by the VL Foundation, my foundation that works with children who have lost or been abandoned by their parents. And our job as a foundation is to help with that mental health stigma and uh, of kids who have lost their parents and help heal that pain and can prepare them for the next steps in their lives so they can be successful and all their dreams come true. So that is what this podcast is always brought to you by. And also by hashtag wear a mask because we are also t- t- um, partnered with them to fight this COVID-19 pandemic. So I... We'll be back to working out. I get back from my friend's wedding this weekend on Saturday. And happy birthday to my beautiful, amazing niece, Reagan. She's turning nine this Sunday. No, I'm sorry. I get back on Sunday. Sunday morning. So I'll be flying in on Sunday morning, going to her party Sunday afternoon. Literally, I've been ripping and running, ripping and running, ripping and running. My flight to the wedding is Saturday. So it's like I am really... There and back. I'm not even gonna be at the what at that in Ohio for 24 hours, which is sad because there's no miles of lives there. That's my boot thing. So I wish I was there longer. But <laughs> yes, I'll be for 24 less than 24 hours, ripping and running, but I will get back. I'm telling you guys Monday. I'm back on my workouts, back on eating healthy, getting ready for this countdown to 30 because already the dresses. Yes, guys, the dresses are giving what they need to give. They're giving me 30. They're giving me birthday. They're giving me, I'm a bad chick. I'm fly. I'm sexy. It's giving me everything I need to give. Now my body gets the same. (laughs) So I'm back on it, back on it, back on it. And our last thing we're going to do, our mental health tip, which I'm going to change the order. I promise y'all change the order. My mental health tip this week is be happy. Yes, y'all, it's as simple as that. Find something that brings you some joy. Anything, find something that brings you some joy. My, As you guys know, I love music. My other thing is, it's simple. I like the color. Yes, I am 29 years old. And I like to get some colored pencils and sit down and color the coloring book. Yes, I do, it's so therapeutic. I have adult coloring books. Yes, y'all, they exist. And it's not lame to use them. I love coloring books. I love to color in and just let my mind go. As again, another thing I like to do, as you guys I told you earlier, while my met, I really was into fashion. I drew my own clothes. I I used to I used to and still so I sew clothes. So that was something I really 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 enjoyed doing. So I will sometimes when I get too too stressed, I will literally draw a dress. I will start. Putting designing something I like. I love um putting, I love making tops. That's my favorite thing I make myself. I making tops, I love making bodysuits. So there are two things that I can if with the right fabric I will make and sit and work on. Period. So that's one thing I use to make me that just makes me happy. Simple. Something it ain't gotta be something complex. Something that just brings you a little bit of joy that helps your mental health so much. We live in a world where things are sad, things are not positive right now, a lot of negative going on. Just do a little good for yourself and bring a smile to your face. Whatever that is, that can be whatever it is. It can be anything. Take that and make it fun for you. Make it something that just makes everything feel better for yourself. That's what you need, that's what you want. You don't want to stay around here moping and being sad. That's not it. So do that and let's see some of the other things turn around. Again, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys every week. We're coming on our two-year anniversary this January. I'm very, very excited. Um, We have Halloween next month. You guys know your girl, Nora Tish, loves Halloween. We will be having a cash-winning costume contest. I will literally be sending cash through Cash App or Venmo or whatever to somebody that is the winner of a contest. We got some judges. i already got three amazing judges that will judge your costumes. We got a lot coming. We got a lot coming. But keep an eye out because I will give you the straight up direction what you need to do for the costume contest. Because you want to win. It's, it's not that much cash. Y'all don't, you don't be on the extra. But it's a cash prize. Who doesn't want to put some money especially at this time? During this time, you want some extra money in there, okay? So, just listen to me. Just got I got you. I'm going to you something for those that participate and whoever wins. The person that wins is going to get the money. For those that can participate, put yourself in a way that you can make the money, okay? So, you guys take care. Stay blessed. And as always, stay safe. Bye.